this morning at 9.30 a.m. Join Robin Sills of St. Mary's Hospital for the morning edition of Medically Speaking. Robin will be joined by doctors and medical professionals and will welcome your calls. That's this morning at 9.30 a.m. right here on WATR 1320. everyone. Welcome. It's Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital. Welcome to Medically Speaking in the Morning. And this is our Medically Speaking program that is sponsored by our Spirit of Women Network. We are so happy you can join us today. We are joined today by two incredible nurses at St. Mary's Hospital. Maureen Spirito, who is the lead RN for our outpatient therapy department or our coordinator, or, right? coordinator, coordinator yeah. of yeah. our outpatient therapy department at St. Mary's Hospital, and Karen Mealy. And Karen Mealy, you helped to run our cardiac program at St. Mary's Hospital and you're kind of our nurse navigator right with our cardiac patients within St. Mary's navigator cardiac navigator so welcome thank you for both of joining me today on this cold morning here in Greater Waterbury but you're you're here I know Maureen was a little nervous Maureen's (laughs) saying to me I'm really good at starting IVs I'm really good at patient care but I've never done the microphone before. No, I never did the microphone before. <laughs> but I gave you a microphone a couple of months ago, and you did quite well with an audience. Yeah. So yeah. I think you Robin's will rise to the me occasion. To do more things. Definitely, I think you'll <laughs> rise to the occasion. Our topic today is something that I think will be of interest to our audience. We're calling it "Learn Not to Return," and what we mean by that is there's no place like home. Like all of us know, there is definitely no place like home. And after spending time in a hospital as a patient, the last thing a patient wants to do is come back. Unfortunately, believe it or not, one in five patients is readmitted within 30 days of being discharged, usually for the same diagnosis. Despite being so common, readmission is usually avoidable, which is why I bring our two experts with us here today. And it's important to educate the community on how to take charge of your health and how to be more of an active participant in your health care. So we again titled this program today, Learn Not to Return. And the reason that I brought Karen and Maureen with me today to discuss this topic is because they're heavily involved with our cardiac patients in educating them and helping them to be successful with their new diagnosis or with an existing diagnosis. But before we totally get into that, I want to make sure that we let the audience know a little bit more about you. So Maureen, you are a registered nurse. Where'd you go to school? Um, Salve Regina. Salve Regina, Rhode Rhode Island. Island. How long have you been with us at St. Mary's? I've been in St. Mary's almost over 22 years now. 22 years. Yeah. I'm not going to date. I promise I'm not going to date. Yeah, we made that promise before we went live not to date ourselves. Yep. So 22 years at St. Mary's, and you are now running our outpatient therapy department. Yes. Can we tell the audience a little bit about what outpatient therapy is at St. Mary's Hospital? Um, outpatient therapy is a unit that where patients come for all any type of intravenous therapy. Um, and if they need antibiotics, blood transfusions, any type of intravenous lines, we treat them. You treat um, them there. Yep. And then we also see now all the cardiac patients for heart failure. Which is a definitely a new addition, new addition to our outpatient yeah. therapy department. And we'll talk a little bit yep. more about that as we move forward. But I don't think people are aware that we have the outpatient therapy no, department. I we, think and we do everything. It's a um, hidden gem. Sh- it is. We do everything. Shots, immunizations, um, no matter what you get and get at a doctor's office or in any other clinic we can give you. You can give. And I, I'm sure that people know very well a very famous nurse in our community, Mary Michello. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure the audience out there knows her very well. Mary was part of our outpatient therapy 
department. Help I actually it. get it started and ran it she for ran many it. years. She started it and ran it for many yeah. years. So you had big shoes to fill. Big shoes, and I still call her all the time. You still call her all the time. <laughs> I'm sure that you do. And Karen, you come to us as a coordinator or a navigator for our cardiac program. Now, how long have you been back at St. Mary's? I've been there for about two years. Two years now with this program. A little bit around the same time I came back. So right. now, how long have you been a nurse? I'm not going to date you. Just how long? A long time. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> we were just, Karen and I were just talking about our old CYO cheerleading days, and we were probably competing against each other. She with St. Anthony's and correct. me with St. Thomas of Waterbury. So, And if I recall, St. Anthony's beat your team, yes, correct? Yes, <laughs> we discussed this. St. Anthony's always beat St. Thomas, but that's okay. We were strong and proud. I was always at the bottom of the period, but period, the, the pyramids there, but I was. we were strong and proud for sure. Mm-hmm. That's okay, Karen. I'll, let, I'll still let you be part of the show today. So again, we are talking about learn not to return. And I know, Karen, you play a very active role when we have a patient that comes into St. Mary's that's diagnosed with cardiac disease. So how do we work with those patients? And what is your role when a patient is admitted and diagnosed? Okay, so first of all, uh, to all the CHF and MI patients, we want to remember that if you really have a, a detrimental problem or are really not feeling well, we do want you to come to St. Mary's to get your exceptional care. Um, but this is only if you're borderline, we're trying to prevent a readmission. So the way we try to re- prevent that is, um, of course, we educate the patients. So any CHF patient that comes in. Which the, is congestive heart failure. Congestive heart failure is CHF, which doesn't actually mean heart failure. It's mm-hmm. not a heart attack. Um, it, it just means that your heart is not pumping out the blood. I think that's confusing for patients, you know, and, I, and, I, and I don't, I don't know how far we want to drill down into that, but congestive heart failure, I think, is really confusing to individuals in the community. What does it mean? How do you get congestive heart failure? I mean, can we just do a quick little... Correct. It, it, people don't really understand it. That's why I try to do the teaching and we reteach. It means your heart is a little weaker than the norm. So the to get the uh, fluid out, the blood, it's it stays in there a lot. And sodium salt is a, as my CHF patients know, is a no no, because that keeps the water in there, and you'd get a fluid buildup, and your um, ankles might swell up. You'd get shortness of breath. You might get your neck veins get distended. So when people start getting like that, we have means that we want to try to prevent it from exacerbating or getting worse. Right. So catch it early. Catch, catch it, it early. early. Catch it early. So we have many ways of doing that. We have our cardio MEMS device that was put in by Dr. Scandrid, our cardiologist mm-hmm. in Waterbury. I know mm-hmm. you did a program on that. We're going to be we're going to be doing some more on that, but we can touch on right. what the, that is. And sh- and those readings go to um, the, their cell phones, Dr. Kelly. I know, this hers. sounds, and, and it's amazing. That, yeah, that it's amazing. It's amazing. So if we see those numbers going up, we would call them and um, tell them to come on in or maybe take some more Lasix. Uh, Lasix is the water pill. Right. Or awesome. come to Maureen's department and so we, we in what ve- the pump club is and get so IV. So in a very basic sense, when we talk about learn not to return, what we're saying with our cardiac patients is we are instituting procedures, policies, principles to yes. help them stay successful and live a normal life outside of the community. You Does correct. that make sense? Yeah. Yes. You know, patients in, within with, the community, patients I should with say. with congestive heart failure, they feel that they don't have a normal life mm. right. because it really can affect them. So if you catch signs and symptoms early, they can live better, have a much better quality of life. Right. And function better. And function better. So if they come, you know, first Karen will usually see them first. So you identify. So Karen we identifies wanna, uh, when right. think we want to monitor them that closely. comes in that may not be able to 
understand their diagnosis. Right, we, right. and most, we get, most patients do not understand their diagnosis, no, and most they of don't. them do not understand their medications. What so, do you think the barrier is to that? You know, so if if a patient comes in and they're diagnosed by, you know, they come in, they never knew they had congestive heart failure, and now they're diagnosed with congestive heart failure. What do you think some of the barriers are for their success? Um, well, there's a lot of barriers, like language is one of the barriers. So we have like Spanish, we have English, we have all different packets, booklets. They think heart failure and they think, what's wrong with my heart? What's wrong with my heart? And we try to really give ex- explicit directions. Yeah. We give them pamphlets, we give them booklets, websites, we call them, we make appointments. We're, we're, there's a lot of barriers because they, a lot of times they don't even want to accept that something's That wrong. they have a new that diagnosis. A, yeah, and some of it is that they just are so overwhelmed. You're in the hospital. Mm -hmm. you get this diagnosis and then all of a sudden you you know you go home and you have to what do I do what did they tell me what did they tell me because you're so so overwhelmed they're they're too stimulated in the hospital and then everything is rushed so once Karen will see them then when they come to our floor outpatient therapy and we see them we're able to sit one on one with them with an RN we do a whole cardiac assessment on them talk to them give them a med we do an excel sheet for their medications that they can just put right on their refrigerator because that's a big barrier medications a big barrier barrier. medication and diet is a big uh, barrier people do not follow the diet they don't realize they say I don't use the salt shaker well that doesn't matter there's sodium in right um, if it tastes good it's usually got sodium in it right so we do I start the teaching then they go home I do a follow up call we do follow up visits then they come to pump club where they're followed up and outpatient therapies, and then from there they go to a cardiac rehab, where they're followed up for another six weeks or so. Two I want to so I want to take a patient through the process because I think that helps the audience understand. And by, and if you do have questions, please feel free to co- call in 203-757-1320. We welcome your calls. How many times do you have two expert RNs sitting right here <laughs> to answer you. your questions about medications and and uh, appointments and and how not to get readmitted? And we can't just limit this. To cardiac. I mean, we're talking about cardiac issues today, especially because it's heart month and because we've developed a program for our cardiac patients. But there are barriers for diabetic patients. There are barriers for cancer patients. There are barriers anytime you get a diagnosis. So at the very root of this, the very root, the patient has to have a plan. Absolutely. So before the patient leaves the hospital. The patient really should have a plan. We start the plan the day they get admitted to the hospital. The day they get admitted is when we say, okay, you're going to start, we're going to try to get you home by this day. Then you're going to see this person in outpatient therapy. We give them their appointments. Then we follow up to make sure they keep their appointments. Another big thing is patient compliance, right? Right. which they have to follow through. They have to take part in it and follow through to keep their appointments. um, And from the day that they're admitted, with the very first day they're admitted, we we do interdisciplinary rounding in the morning and in the afternoon. So we're talking about... their discharge. Not that and, we want to get them out right. right away, but we're talking about where are they going to go, what are we going to do. And making sure they have the resources to, to stay successful. Give them their resources. Fam- because I know, just being you know being a nurse from way back when, dating myself, I would identify those patients personally where I felt they probably weren't going to do as well and they needed an advocate. Right. Whether it be an identifiable family member or a friend, somebody that could help them succeed. Yes. So is that something that you do, too, is yes, look within do. what their immediate resources? Oh, yeah. We talk to family. We do teaching with the family members. Yeah. We see if they need, say they need Meals on Wheels. They need any type of social cert, um, aspect. Right. We Physical can get them therapy, help for them. Yeah, PTOT. Yeah. Yep. It's amazing how we've had patients now in the pump club for what? 
about years. two years now. We're gonna, yeah, we're definitely going to talk more about the Pump Club. I want to talk oh. about its inception because I think oh, okay. that's a pretty cool okay. process. We keep t- throwing that teaser out to all of you, the Pump Club, but yeah. you're going to yeah. definitely hear more about it. Well, we it's important also that they do weight monitoring because if they start gaining weight, it, it's water weight sometimes. So we give them um, sheets to daily weigh themselves. Weigh we themselves. also give out scales and pedometers from the so Navigator it's program. So, I mean, it's very... I mean, it's very disciplined. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Very. It's almost like Weight Watchers. But it's very disciplined. But it's very disciplined. So, with congestive heart failure, just to recap, so your heart is not pumping effectively. Correct? Right. right. So, when your heart doesn't pump effectively, you have a buildup of fluid in the system. Right. So, the heart kind of just gets flooded somewhere. Something gets flooded in the system. Right. right, you back up. Your right. pumps back into up. The lungs are into the, your periphery, your arms, your legs, right. your ankles. So there's various medications that your doctor prescribes, mm-hmm. and it's important to take those. But sometimes the diuretics may have to be adjusted, and yeah, we always want to adjust it's too much. Right, and we have to adjust that with the cardiologist because they have to do, uh, you know, blood work to make sure you don't lose potassium. And it's, so it's definitely a team approach. Yes, to help definitely. keep have these patients succeed from the family to the physician to the navigator then to the outpatient piece to keep them we are going to come right back we're going to take a quick break and come right back and then we're going to definitely talk about the pump club and how that started be right back renovate redecorate or consolidate turn high interest credit card debt into one low monthly payment with a fixed rate home equity line of credit from savings bank of danbury the equity in your home could be money in the bank with a great rate and easy access to your funds visit any savings bank of danbury office apply online at sbdanbury.com or call 844-SBD-BANK savings bank of danbury connecticut's local bank member fdic equal housing lender Hi, this is Michelle from Western Connecticut Area Agency on Aging, a nonprofit agency that provides free and unbiased information to seniors and younger persons with disabilities. I am going to talk about the Medicare Part A cost for 2016. Medicare Part A covers inpatient services. The deductible for Part A will be $1,288 for each benefit period. The co-payments for Part A are days 1 through 60, there is no co-insurance. From day 61 to 90, it will be $322 per day. And day 91 to 150 will be $644 per day. For more information regarding payments for 2016, call Western Connecticut Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-994-9422 or 203-757-5449. There's a good feeling you get when you start taking care of yourself, keeping up with your doctor and dentist visits, exercising more and eating right, and keeping up with your overall wellness. Hello, this is Dan Satani, owner of Visobello Day Spa and Massage Therapy Center in Middlebury, Connecticut. As we find ourselves getting older, many people have come to find massage therapy as a remedy for their pain, their stress, and anxieties. Many of our clients are even finding that their insurance companies will cover most, if not all, of their massage therapy sessions if prescribed by a doctor. And all our therapists at Visabello are licensed with the state of Connecticut. At Visabello Day Spa, we have a commitment-free monthly massage membership that makes massage therapy extremely affordable. If the time is right for you to go that extra yard for yourself and experience the benefit of an affordable, worthwhile massage therapy program, visit us online at visobello.com or call us for more information at 203-598-7525. Remember, not enrolling in our membership only hurts the one we love, you. 
everyone. Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital. Welcome again to Medically Speaking in the Morning, sponsored by our Spirit of Women Network. And if you want to learn more about our Spirit of Women Network, I encourage you to go on our website, stmh.org, and look for the little slider, Spirit of Women. We're doing a ton of programs this year, and we're going to be doing our first quarterly program at the end of the month, which is called Conquer Cholesterol with Dr. Rebecca Scandrett on February 25th at the ARIA at 530. And it is pretty much close to a sellout, but certainly go on and see if you can get in there because it's going to be a great, great program. And I believe you lovely ladies will be there yes, yes. to join us. So we are here today in, in honor of Heart Month and in keeping with the theme of calling it Learn Not to Return, we chose this topic because we have done a program at St. Mary's Hospital um, that the women today are going to talk about. Um, I have with me today Maureen Spirito, who is the lead RN, the, um, actually the head of our outpatient therapy department. I'm going to call you the head. Okay. That? <laughs> the head of our outpatient therapy department. And Karen Mealy, who is our nurse navigator for our cardiac program. And both of them work under our um, cardiac medical director, Dr. Paul Kelly, who is, wake up, I believe, he's right. out in California um, this Sunny week. Cal- missing yes. him, missing him for sure. But hopefully he's listening um, via the web to <laughs> Sunny, his team. warm California. Sunny, warm California. We're freezing here. <laughs> so we, in honor of, again, Heart Month, we brought these two incredible nurses with us in this topic learn not to return because we want to talk about a program we've instituted for the patient that tends to return to St. Mary's Hospital the most most hospitals I would think and it's your congestive heart failure patients or those with CHF and we talked a little bit about what is CHF but maybe we want to just educate the audience on the signs and symptoms of what congestive heart failure is because some people probably don't even realize they have it right correct you know, they until don't. they really get sick right so and, it's usually measured by an ejection fraction which is an um, echo or an ultrasound test and that's how we know how bad it is by percentage but the signs and symptoms are the most is shortness of breath um, which, which is such a big I mean, it can be anything. Correct, but with fluid retention, hmm. which means water weight gain, if you gain two pounds in a day or five pounds within a week, we, you need to call your doctor for mm-hmm. some adjustment of your med. But sometimes you get dizziness, weakness, tiredness, a rapid or irregular heart rate. Swollen ankles is very big. Your ankles get very swollen. If you, it's called pitting edema. You can actually put your finger in there and it indents. A lot of patients will call and they'll say, I can't wear my shoes. Yes. Because you can get that swollen. The feeder gets so tight. That's swollen. Mm -hmm. Then they need to come in and we give them medications to help get rid of that extra fluid. But patients have to remember that you can be okay with this. Right. You can live with it. As long as you're compliant compliant and you do what you're told and and monitor it. We've had such good success with patients that that function normally. Who, Who is most at risk? Um, usually an older population, um, if they have had underlying cardiac disease, um, but you know, cares, not non-exercise. Yep. No, you know, very sedentary, but usually, you know, congestive heart failure can hit any, anyone, anyone. And keep in mind, it's controllable with with the diuretics. You can take them by mouth pills. Right, right. And if that doesn't work, that's when we would bring them to the outpatient therapies department where we give it IV, we and then it, IV. it works very quickly. And then it works really well. So we've had patients, Dr. Kelly, had Dr. Paul Kelly, as we mm-hmm. mentioned, our, medical, our cardiac medical director. We've had issues with patients who tend to come back routinely mm-hmm. our frequent flyers so to speak yeah and those patients are the ones we 
we're driven to try to figure out how do we help them succeed. And these are the things that we mentioned earlier, which are non-compliance with medications, correct? Yeah, and dietary. medication, dietary, even struggling, they can't get to doctor's appointments on time. Right. They have no rides. We can we help organize all of that. All that for them. Yep. Yeah. So Dr. Kelly nice had that they can come just to one place. Like they'll right. come just to our unit. Just to you. Where they don't have you. to register and right. wait. They come right up. They come right up. Come, which we is give them lunch, free club, lunch. Which is, is our pump club. So Dr. Kelly, and he was on here before talking about the pump <laughs> club, but I think this really brings it full circle mm-hmm. and it really does tap into that learn not to return. So the pump club was developed by Dr. Kelly because of his car, his congestive heart failure patients specifically. Right, right. So basically, when you've identified a patient on the floor, you rec- recommend them to Maureen that this might be a patient that doesn't succeed. Well, we go through the cardiologists. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's recommended. Sometimes we have families calling asking to be in the pump, their, their family member or a patient or a cardiologist. So what's unique about the plum cu- pump club, which was very Dr. Kelly really fought for this, is the patient doesn't have to register, which you just mentioned. I think that's great. So how does that work? They come into the hospital. They come right up to the fifth floor. They know exactly where to go. They know. We tell them exactly. Karen will actually show them if they're inpatient. She'll actually bring them to us first. They meet us in our department. They get to see the nurses. They meet me, the other two nurses I work with. Um, And then... That's it. They don't have to do anything else. And so they don't pay free parking. Free parking. Free and parking. we give them free we'll lunch. Give them lunch. <laughs> coffee. Yeah. Breakfast. So they of course know, it's a low sodium They lunch. know when they're not succeeding. Is that it? They, they know, know when they're they not know. feeling right. They know. And then right. we keep such close eye on these patients. I mean, they may come to see us for a visit, and then we're back talking to them the next couple days. I call them. Yeah. To make sure. And now these patients, we've had some patients now about a year and a half, yeah. I'd say. And... There's, we still talk to them every week, or they call us and say, "Okay, I'm not sure. Did I do I take this right? Or I've gained two pounds. What should I do?" And then if we see that, oh, they need to come in. Now we, we started bring them right this. In. This program started because of one particular patient. Correct. Correct. So now we're patient. you know we, because of hippo we have to stay. But you gave me an, a really neat statistic when we were talking the other day about him. So now why don't we share that with the audience? And this is and he's this doing is, wonderful, right? He's now. doing wonderful. He came. He was multiple admissions to the ER, to the hospital, multiple. Karen and he, he actually came in once and gave us a picture of himself and said thank you for saving my life. Yeah. Wow. So and he, it's a um, team approach. He we was all. In, again multiple times to the hospital. Now he has not been readmitted or to the ER within over a year. Wow. Yeah. And he was coming in a few times. He, some and he had a lot of yeah. He almost. had a lot of visits because we had to really, really. He had a lot of issues, yeah. um, you know, socially, medically, everything. But you got him back on track. Yeah, correct. And you some don't have to come in as often as he did. Right. They can just come in once a week or once every two weeks. It I think he's a groupie how, now, though. He steps <laughs> back. He steps back to visit the team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The team visits us. So when, how many patients now? Our part of the pump club, would we you say? About 40? Yeah. I th- I'd say about 40. And you started out with the one. We started out with one. We started out with one. I remember Dr. Kelly presenting this yep. case yep. and explaining this patient and how it was working. And now we've had 40 patients over the last year and a half, mm-hmm. so to speak, that we've limited the amount of readmissions because all they need to do is come to the club when 
their weight is off. Yep. They're getting, you know, they're getting swollen. They're not feeling right. Yep. They need an adjustment in their medication. And so now when the patient presents to you, Maureen, do you call then Dr. Kelly? Yep. Or one of the other cardiologists who is their card? Because it's not just Dr. Kelly. No, it's, it's whoever, it's whoever the attending is, whoever the attending cardiologist is. Um, we, If I see that they need something, I just call them, we'll get orders, and then we treat them the same day that the right time that they're there. So now how did we market this to our other cardiologists? They all know about it. We've educated them. Yep. They know. They know about it, yep. Sometimes and, uh, we'll talk to them and say, is it okay if our patient comes to the pump club? Right, because if they go to the physician's office, they usually have to wait you know, to get an appointment to go in and see. Yeah. Plus, they end up sending them to you anyway for the infusion if they need an infusion. Right, right. right? And then these right. patients got to know that it's such a nice... We meet every week. We meet weekly yeah. and go over every single patient every week. That's within the pump so club. So it's almost yeah. like the patient is not there, but we're still monitoring them. And we're coordinating and we're with coordinating the offices. Now, how does it Dr. work Kelly's with their office. insurances? Um, we do a regular, um, they get a regular um, pump club visit, so to speak. So we right. get a facility charge. We're able to charge for a facility, facility charge. charge. And insurances are covering that. That's good because yep. in the long run, it's keeping the patient out of the emergency room and yeah. a possible admission to we the hospital, like the, which, is, the lowest which is definitely more. Right now, we, we just found out right, we have the lowest readmission rate. So far. So far. Not going the lowest readmission rate. Now, does this happen in other areas? Is there pump clubs in other areas? No. So this well, is not in unique... Waterbury. There is in other cities, though. There is in other cities. Yeah, like UConn Health Center. UConn has um, one. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if they call it the pump club. But no, they we don't call, call it. Yeah, yeah, we call it the pump club. Yeah. I mean, do you know what it means? No, tell is me what it means. Because when I told you, Dr. Tell me, told me this, this is name. Dr. Kelly's. I said to Dr. Kelly, it sounds like we'll breastfeeding club. So yeah. I'm a little nervous P -U -M -P. about P-U-M-P. <laughs> preserving utmost muscle power. power. Because wow. the heart is a muscle. Right, because you're pumping. And you're we're pumping, pumping iron. iron. Right. Yeah. Like right. pumping iron, you're making the heart stronger. Okay, I yep. get it. My brain always Next goes to back Kelly. to, yep. you know, to, the, to yep. the woman's health. Yeah. So I always think about it. Yeah. <laughs> so again, if patients want to know more about the pump club, maybe for themselves or for their families, how do how do they call? Who do they call? Um, they can call seven zero nine six three zero two, or they can call directly to outpatient therapy um, seven zero nine six four nine two, and we can get them information and get them more information. Yep. And you would need a referral from their physician, from their physician or their yep. cardiologist. Yep. And if they need help doing that, because some people that's hard for them to do, we can assist them with that too. Because there may be families out there living with this, and they had no idea they can have some help with it. Correct. There's so much they can live such a good quality life if it's managed properly. Correct. Well, I can't thank you both enough and for to all us. our CHF patients out there put down the salt shaker yeah. put down <laughs> the pepper salt shaker and yeah. garlic powder yeah, they're gonna, and we, how about those that those salty caramels that we might no, eat this no, weekend no, no, we no. can't do that no, no, no. Not there's other Valentine's Day huh? no. well thank you ladies so much again for joining us and again if you want to know more about the pump club we encourage you uh, to definitely call 203-709-6202 which is um, our pump club information line I guess right and um, either who will speak to them um well, they can call, well, they'll talk to me or one talk of the, to the outpatient yeah. therapy department yeah, yeah. And, and if they, they remember too you. the number is um 709 pump if they can't remember 709 pump so if you <laughs> want to learn more so thank you everyone for joining us today robin sill st mary's hospital um Thanks, i will be joining you again on wednesday evening for a medically speaking in the evening and i will be joined by dr peter greco and beth nielsen who is our stroke coordinator we'll be talking about our stroke program at st mary's hospital so again have a great weekend robin St. Mary's Hospital. Exceptional care, every patient, every day. Thanks, Robin.
This is 1320 AM.